Come on. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right. Beverly, you grab that side, I'll grab this side, and we'll stretch this dollar. Are you ready? Oh, yes, I'm ready. Excellent. Welcome to Money Savage Further. This is George Grombacher. Our guest today is Beverly Harzog. She is a credit card expert, consumer finance finance analyst at U.S. News and World Report. She's a best-selling and award-winning author and a frequent contributor to Fox News, CNN, Cheddar, ABC, and many more other many other outlets. I'm excited to have you on. Beverly, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, thanks so much for having me on, George. I'm very excited about this. Um, I live in Metro Atlanta, and uh, I And basically, you know, first and foremost, I consider myself a consumer advocate. Uh, So when I had an opportunity to uh, go to work with U.S. News and World Report, I really jumped at that chance because they wanted someone who, uh, you know, who consumers could really trust. Um, And so over the over the past few decades, I I started out as a CPA, believe it or not, Uh, got myself into debt after I got out of college and started learning as much as I could about personal finance and just gradually kind of worked my way over to being a finance journalist. And that's how I ended up doing what I do today. I wanted to make sure that I could help people avoid all the mistakes that I made with my credit cards. Well, I certainly appreciate that. And, uh, you know, physician heal thyself kind of a thing, right? (laughs) Right. So I intellectually understand for the most part, things I should be doing, but all that other right, stuff sort right. of gets in the way. So, well, perfect. I, I saw that it's 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 your mission to help people stay out of credit trouble, but if they get in, help them break free from it. And so, I certainly appreciate that. And I I don't I I don't know that I have uh, accurate stats on what credit card usage is in the United States, um, but maybe just give us a, sort of a thumbnail sketch of. Since you started really thinking about this to, to, to where we are today, how has, maybe that's a giant question, but just <laughs> how, how, how has the industry sort of transitioned or moved, moved along? You know, George, one of the things I've enjoyed most about uh, dealing with the credit industry is that it is never boring. It is just <laughs> constantly changing. And when I first started doing this really decades ago, um, you know, it was uh, everything was much on a much smaller scale. And over the years, you know, more uh, companies have come into the credit card game. Uh, there's a lot of competition between among issuers. So that's one reason why, you know, once we started getting a lot of really good credit card rewards, uh, good sign up bonuses, you know, for years and years, they just kept getting better and better and better. Um, and now what I'm seeing is the landscape is changing just a little. Uh, you know, most people do have credit cards. 
Uh, some people use them, um, you know, in a very savvy manner. Some don't, unfortunately. Right. Uh, but that's where I come in. Um, and you know, when it comes to rewards, um, you know, I've seen issuers uh, over the last few years, uh, instead of uh, leaning towards more generous rewards, we're getting very specific, more like uh, into lifestyle rewards. Like we're seeing Uber rewards and all kinds of dining uh, rewards and things that really kind of tap into people's lifestyle. So it's been fun to watch credit kind of change over the years as the the needs and the desires of the consumers change. Yeah. And I just saw that 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 Apple's releasing a credit card. Oh yes, yes. They they recently released that. Uh, it's it's funny. I believe it has Uber. It has Uber Eats on it as <laughs> rewards. And huh. uh, I'm actually an Android lady, so I don't have that card. Mm. Uh, but if I were interested in that card, Uber Eats would certainly uh, get my attention. You know, it's like, you know, right now people want a credit card where they can uh, save money, of course, earn rewards. Uh, but also something that will make their life a little easier and a little more convenient. And that's why I think, you know, uh, having food meals delivered to your door has been such a such a win for everybody. We're all very, very busy. Uh, and, yeah, that stuff gets, gets expensive. So, hey, if you could get a credit card that offers rewards on things you really want, well, that's a win win for everybody. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's it's such a. I don't know if it's an interesting thing or not. There's really, really smart people like Dave Ramsey who say, you know, don't get credits, don't 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 get credit cards, mm-hmm. don't don't even bother with credit scores. Um, and then there's people that obviously embrace credit cards and 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 use them appropriately and correctly and pay them off every month and take advantage of the points. What what obviously you have devoted your 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 career to helping people understand and manage this. Mm-hmm. So what when 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 you hear people say don't ever get credit cards what's mm-hmm. what what's your reaction to that? Well, you know, George, this is America. <laughs> we can all make any choice we want. 100%, yes. <laughs> Dave Ramsey is a smart guy, but I do disagree with him. Uh, now, I think that, you know, we're all a little bit different. Now, there are some people who should never get credit cards, okay? If you're a person who just knows that you have a weakness when it comes to shopping. Uh, maybe you do a lot of impulsive buying and purchasing. Uh, then, you know, and you're not going to pay off your balance every month. I mean, that kind of person is just going to get into trouble and they should not be using credit cards. They are not for everybody. So I want to, you know, make that clear up front. I'm not pro credit cards. I'm only pro making money from cards if you know how to do that. Uh, so, yeah, I do think that if you could handle you know, credit and you understand how it works and you use it responsibly, it's a fabulous money management tool. Um, you know, having a credit score is a very important thing to have. I, I disagree uh, with the notion that no one needs a credit score. Of course, we need a credit score. Okay. It, it helps you save money in so many different areas of your life. Uh, if you have an excellent credit score, when it comes time to buy a home, you're going to get excellent rates on your mortgage. I mean, it could save you thousands right. and thousands a year. Uh, you know, and then there's the camp that says we'll pay cash for everything. But I just don't know that many people, you know, like say in their late 20s or 30s or even in their 50s, honestly, who can pay cash for a house. 
Uh, most of us aren't, you know, fortunate enough to, to make that much money in our lives where we can just save up 300 grand for a house sure. and still send our kids to college and uh, do all the other things that we would like to do. Uh, so having a credit score does come in handy um, because there are sometimes, you know, some things that I consider good debt. I consider uh, reasonable amounts of student loans a good debt because that's an investment in your life, but reasonable, reasonable. Uh, and I consider a mortgage a good debt as long as you're making a good choice and you're not overpaying. So all of this comes with a lot of due diligence, you know, on the consumer's part to make sure that you're making smart credit decisions. Um, and if you can do that and you can develop a really excellent credit score, it's a good thing to fall back on in life. And it also saves you money on your insurance, all kinds of things you would not really even guess, you know, that, that it could help you with. No, that's an excellent point right there. I think that people probably don't realize that that your credit score does play into into insurance premiums and things like that. So certainly an important thing. Yes. All right. So let's assume that 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 I'm a person who knows myself well enough, and I'm not going to get myself financially in trouble with credit by 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 using them. I, I like to talk a lot about being intentional about things and intentionality. <laughs> So you're somebody who, you know what, I'm, I'm responsible, uh, I, I, I pay off credit every month. How, how do you counsel people on going about how to figure out what kind of credit card to, uh, to, 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 to use, to, to get? That's a great question, George. And what I always tell people is you have to look at uh, where you are in your credit life. If you're young and you've got very limited credit, uh, you're certainly not going to have as many choices as someone who's, you know, had credit for 10 years and built up an excellent score. Uh, if you're someone who is getting into the rewards credit card game for the very first time, you know, I always say, you know, look at your budget, see where your expenses are. What do you spend money on? There are so many different kinds of rewards credit cards. Uh, at U.S. News, we recently did uh, a Best Credit Cards um, Awards for uh, 2020. Um, and uh, this is a perfect example. Uh, the Capital One Venture Rewards won in three different categories, airline uh, rewards and travel. And one of the reasons, because it's so simple, okay, uh, you get two uh, miles for every dollar you spend. A lot of people just want something very simple. Now, if you're a person who wants something simple and you travel a lot, then that's a good credit card for you. But some people might prefer uh, getting uh, you know, a break on their everyday expenses. Let's say you have a large family and you spend a lot on groceries. Then maybe you want to focus on a credit card that offers, you know, a, a grocery cash rebate. Uh, American Express, you know, Blue Cash Preferred has like 6% cash back on groceries up to uh, a certain amount. Uh, so, you know, you need to kind of strategically pick your rewards, the type of rewards, and that's the way you make money on your credit card. So you have to really match that up. Now, if you're just starting out, if you're still in college, uh, student credit cards, um, our award winner was uh, the Discover It uh, student credit card. It's a cashback card for students. And that's an excellent one to start out with. And one of the reasons I like Discover is because they like to get people young and help them understand credit and keep them as a customer for life. So they tend to graduate 
students up to a regular uh, credit card. So there are a lot of things to consider, you know, where you are in your credit life, what your credit score is at this point, and what type of rewards you want. And I will throw a bone out there for somebody who thinks, oh, well, you know, I do want a credit card. I might have to carry a balance every now and then. Uh, you know, for, uh, for that kind of person, I don't recommend a rewards card because the APRs are just a little bit higher than uh, other display cards. So I would suggest focusing on getting a card that has the lowest APR possible. You're not going to get rewards. It's going to be plain. But that is a card that you could have for an emergency. If you ever have to carry a balance, it won't cost you as much as, say, a rewards credit card. But again, if you are somebody who's going to carry a balance, uh, I would say regularly, then step away from the cards. Uh, you know, look at your look at your budget and see what you can do to improve your cash flow. Uh, because it's not a good idea to carry a balance; it becomes your new normal. And before you know it, compound interest starts you know building and building that balance up, and before you know it, you're in debt, and it's it's really hard to get out of credit card debt, and that is not good debt; that is toxic debt. So uh, stay away from that if at all possible. Yeah, it's certainly crushing. I think that mm -hmm. so many of yeah. us, myself included. Uh, yeah, me too. Like I said, when I was young, that happened to me. You know, it can it can happen to anyone. Uh, credit is not intuitive, and this is something I say a lot because people think, oh, I you know. I have a degree. I'm, you know, I know what I'm doing. No, I mean, just, <laughs> you know, there's no education or background or anything that makes you just know how to handle credit responsibly. This is something that uh, you have to teach yourself. You know, if you did not learn at home, you know, growing up, you could get online. I mean, there are so many opportunities at your fingertips now to learn how to use credit responsibly. Uh, and I don't cover investing, but there's all kinds of uh, you know, websites for that. You can really learn a lot about personal finance online. Oh, there's no doubt about that. So many mm -hmm. great people doing so much great work um, on, on all that. So it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, we sort of started talking right at the top about how the industry was small, you know, 20, 30 years ago, and now it's enormous and there's so much competition. So that obviously means that it's a very, very profitable thing. <laughs> the reason yes. that there's so many companies fighting to give you credit and credit cards. Um, but I had no idea that, uh, I, I guess hearing it seems pretty obvious that if you're getting an offer that has for cards that have amazing rewards that yes, of course the APR is going to be higher on that. Should you roll over balances on a monthly basis? And again, that seems like, but to your point, credit's not intuitive. So yes, no, it isn't. And, yeah, you know, um, I, I get offers all the time. You know, we all get offers in the mail. Uh, and, and actually, you can uh, kind of do a little detective work with your offers. <laughs> okay, you can kind of tell, you know, where your credit score is by the type of offers you're getting. If you're getting offers for, you know, some of the elite credit cards, then your credit score, core, your credit score is doing pretty well. Okay. Um, and but you can also use some of these offers as leverage. Let's say you've got a high APR with one, a, a really good credit card that you have and one of their competitors sent you an offer. Well, hop in. It's, let's say that APR is lower than the one you're paying with your current credit card issuer. Hop online and 
say, you know, I just got this offer from one of, you know, from one of your competitors offering me a lower APR. Can you do anything for me? So you can always try to negotiate your terms, especially after you've proven that you're a very good credit card customer, that you pay your bills on time um, and you're just a great, you know, card holder, uh, exemplary credit. Uh, you can ask for a lot. Consumers really have more power than they know once they develop a little experience and have a good credit score. Nice. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't paying the bills timely and paying off balances make you a bad credit card customer? <laughs> <laughs> you know, people always think that. <laughs> and yes, uh, credit card issuers, you know, they're not going to turn away somebody that's going to carry a balance, especially if they pay their bills on time. Right. Uh, because, you know, that makes money for them. You know, they're making money on interest, but they're also making money just on transaction fees. So people who are big spenders, you know, and use their credit card a lot, and not necessarily even big spender, but let's say you use your credit card a lot for all your everyday expenses to earn rewards. Okay, the credit card issuer is going to be your uh, uh, earning transaction fees on each one of those transactions. Okay, so they're le- they're earning money from you whether you carry a balance or not. Uh, but if you you know if you do carry a balance and they earn money, that's fine. But they know that a percent of uh, their customers are going to carry a balance. I mean, that's just how it shakes out. Uh, but they do need both. You know, they really want people uh, who have excellent credit uh, because they know that you're going to pay your bills and they're not going to have to send your account to collections eventually. Yeah. Uh, it's very hard for credit card issuers to make money if all of their customers uh, you know, carry a balance to the point where they end up in debt and they can't even pay their bills. I mean, that's not good for the credit card issuers either. So, that's you know, there's point. that happy medium in, in there. Got it. So I'll stop feeling bad about taking advantage <laughs> of the credit card companies. Yeah, no need to feel bad for them. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's pretty funny right there. You 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 uh, mentioned elite credit cards. What I, yeah. What does that mean? Okay, that's uh, credit cards that usually have an annual fee. Uh, usually, you know, at least around $95 on up. Okay. Uh, I mean, there are credit cards that have four or $500 annual fees. Those are extremely elite cards, but, uh, just, uh, if I'm just thinking about the mainstream elite cards, like let's say, for example, the Chase Sapphire Preferred, which is a card that I like, uh, you know, that's an example of an elite card. Uh, it's $95 annual fee. And you might think, Hmm, you know, should I ever pay an annual fee? Well, sometimes, yes, it does pay off, not always. So this is why when you get an opportunity or you decide you want one of these cards, you've got to really study the rewards program with these credit cards and make sure that this is a program that you were going to benefit from and not just a little bit, but a whole lot, because you want to be sure that you're going to make enough money from the card, you know, enough rewards and enough savings that it really offsets that annual fee. So you just have to do a little, you know, cost benefit analysis um, and just make sure that that is the right card for you. And this is what you need to do. Even if the annual fee was zero, you still want to be sure it's the right credit card. Uh, So with a card like the Chase Sapphire Preferred, that's for somebody who likes to travel. And it's also uh, for someone who likes dining out. They have, um, you know, bonus points for that. Uh, so, you know, there, there are some unique characteristics to each of these cards that I consider elite. Uh, you know, different airlines have their top of the line uh, branded uh, credit cards. Uh, and if you're a person who flies, 
you know, one airline in particular, then, uh, you know, that's a card you might want to consider. Uh, the top cards might also offer special perks like um, airport lounge access. And if you're somebody that travels a lot, um, you know, I don't travel a whole lot, but when I do, uh, I just know it's exhausting. And if you're in an airport frequently, uh, having access to some of those airport lounges would be a godsend. You know, I mean, that would just be a nice place <laughs> to be able to go and relax, especially if you have a long layover or your flight's delayed. Uh, so some of the better cards, you know, that come with these bigger annual fees, they'll offer perks like that. You know, so it's uh, or they might offer, uh, you know, a, a, an annual credit, you know, for um, in-flight purchases, things like that. So they'll do things to try to make your life a little more comfortable as well as save you money. Got it. I think that makes sense. What about this this uh, this move to having I what 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 appear to be metal cards? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's interesting. You, you bring that up. Yeah, the Chase Sapphire preferred is metal, and uh, yeah, that was one of the early ones. Now, um, and then we're starting to see more of that. And it's it has sort of a prestigious feel to it, you know, and that appeals to people. It, it's uh, it's interesting. Credit card issuers spend a lot of time and money working on the design for their credit cards, uh, and it used to be the only the like really really expensive cards, the ones that you don't know about unless you get invited to apply for these cards. You know the ones that you know, like the black card, um, you know, and um, the ones that have like two, $3,000 annual fees. Sure. Uh, yeah, they, they're made from all different types of metals. But yeah, we're starting to see a, a little more, uh, you know, diversity in the types of cards, how cards look, how they feel. And, you know, that's all part of credit card issuers competing with each other and competing for the best customers. So it's not that they're trying to save the earth. It's a pure vanity play. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm, yeah. Maybe they're thinking about the earth. I don't know. Yeah. But. <laughs> who's, who's, who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? It. That's right. <laughs> well, Beverly, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Uh, I am a credit card expert for U.S. News and World Report, and you can find uh, my articles at creditcards.usnews.com, and we have a lot of advice there as well as credit cards uh, for you to do research on. So um, I'm also on Twitter at Beverly Harzog, and I answer questions on Twitter. So hit me up there if you have um, anything you need to know. I love it. What was the website again? Creditcards.usnews? Uh, creditcards.usnews.com. Perfect. Uh, and it's at the U.S. News and World uh, Report uh, website on the Money Channel. Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Beverly your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Find all of her work and writing at creditcards.usnews.com. Follow her on Twitter. I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Beverly. Thank you so much for having me, George. It was a lot of fun. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.